I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. And as always, the show is hosted by yours truly, Lance Williams. want to give a big shout out to my co-host of The Standard is the Standard, Jeff Hartman. also want to give a big shout out to the Oracle of the website, Dave Schofield. also want to give a big shout out to Big Bro Sco and the brother Sco, who do a fantastic job on the Stat Geek. Big up to who's bad? Brian Anthony Davis and Tony Defio, who also do a fantastic job want to thank you guys for joining me on your Friday evening. Hopefully, this gets you in the mood to go out and have some fun, some physical fun. And big up to Keith McNair Jr., who never misses a show. Hey, Keith, man, you can miss a show. Go have some fun, man. Go have some brews. Go have some shots on me on Steeler Nation. But as always, drive responsibly. (laughs) drive responsibly if you go out and have shots. The title of this program is simply, Yeah, I Said It, The Steelers' Secondary is Elite. And I wanted to talk about the Steelers' Secondary, and I want to give you guys some statistics that will relay the point even more concretely of just how elite this Steelers' Secondary is. Because there's been a lot of talk about keeping this defense intact, namely around Javon Hargrave, the gravedigger, and Bud Dupree, and what the Steelers may have to do to keep this defense intact. And on the show earlier this week on The Standard is the Standard, I said I wasn't as overly alarmed with losing Bud Dupree. In fact, I'm on record as saying I don't believe Bud Dupree has played to getting a monster deal or getting the franchise tag for $17 I think his his production has been inconsistent, and it, it, it gives me a lot of trepidation, and it should give a lot of Steelers trepidation about paying a player who really has only performed at a Pro Bowl level in his fifth season. So in terms of keeping this defense intact, I wanted to, and I talked about this secondary, that I thought that if you kept this secondary intact, and that means offering a high tender for Mike Hilton, that this defense would stay elite because the secondary is elite. And in the past, I've talked a lot about the passing game 
being the biggest driver of scoring points. The converse is true on defense. Coverage at this point is more important than pass rushing the National Football League because way passing games are schemed over the league is that it eliminates pass rush to a large extent. You have five-step drops and seven-step drops slowly but surely minimizing a ton in the National Football League. There aren't a lot of offenses that emphasize a lot of seven-step drop concepts. Tampa Bay is one of those who are aggressive in terms of throwing the ball downfield. But if you have an elite secondary, it's a coverage game now because the passing game dictates how you score points. You score points through the passing game. So conversely, again, you have to be able to stop it. And the Steelers secondary at this point is elite. And so that's why I've argued that the loss of Bud Dupree, I think, will be significant, but I don't think it will be as significant as people suggest. Because if you can stop the pass, namely if you can cover well, you're going to reduce teams' ability to score points. Just look at the Steelers. And I'm going to bust these statistics out. But I just want to give you that the Steelers only gave up 18.9 per game. And there was an outlier game in the first game, pre-Minka, against the Patriots. They gave up 18.9, which was fifth. Now, I think that the three best secondaries in the National Football League this year or last year were the Patriots, the Bills, and the Steelers. And if you look at those two teams, the Pats only gave up 14.1, which was first, and the Bills gave up 16.2. So let's jump into some statistics so I can illustrate just how good this Steelers secondary was. Yards per attempt. You guys all know what yards per attempt is and just how important yards per attempt is for a passing game and just how it indicates how if a quarterback is able to complete passes at all three levels, short, intermediate, and deep, it shows that you have complete trust in that signal caller. So yards per attempt is very important. Steelers rank fourth in yards per attempt. In terms of yards per completion, the average amount of yards you give up per completion, Steelers were eighth. Now, the Patriots were second in that first category and first in yards per completion. In terms of passer rating, quarterback passer rating, the Steelers ranked third in quarterback passer rating. So you didn't have quarterbacks lighting the Steelers' defense up. They held quarterback ratings Pretty much low the entire season. A lot of this is post-Minka. Now, one troubling statistic that I saw when I looked up these statistics for the Steelers' passing defense, touchdown per game. The Steelers were 14th. Now, in terms of interceptions, you can also rank an elite secondary by their ability to take the football away. Two. They rank two. And no, I don't agree with Michael O'Malley that the secondary was elite because of the pass rush. I, I disagree with that totally, particularly if you look on film and you, you look at just how good Nelson and Hilton played and you look at the impact of Minka Fitzpatrick on this secondary. No, this secondary was not aided entirely by the pass rush. Absolutely not. When you look at these statistics and they're as good as they were across the board, 
There is no way you can come to that conclusion that they were simply helped by a pass rush. In terms of interceptions, they were second in interceptions. In terms of passes defensed, they were third. In terms of giving up plays, passing plays of 20 yards or more, seventh. Passing plays of 40 yards or more, fifth. If you average out all those statistical categories, the Steelers rank sixth over all of those statistical categories. So because they were so good across the board in all those statistics, you cannot put that just on a pass rush. This secondary was really good. Ezra brings up a great point. He said, dare I say in my 48 years, I can't remember a better secondary. Darren Perry, Carnell Lake, Rod Woodson, I get it, but I'm ecstatic with this secondary. This secondary is elite. When you put up those type of statistical numbers, and let me just give you these numbers again. Yards per attempt, fourth. Yards per completion, eighth. Passer rating, third. Touchdowns per game, 14. Interception, second. Passes defensed, third. Passing plays of 20 yards or more, seventh. Passing plays of 40 yards or more, fifth. The overall average of all those statistics, sixth. This secondary is the strength of this defense. And, and, and I get what Mike is saying. Pass rush and secondary is complementary. You know, sometimes the pass rush is cooking Guys have to get it out fast. You don't have to cover as long. In certain situations, you cover well and you give the pass rush an extra half second to get cooking and to get working. But the one thing you're not going to do on every pass attempt is get a sack or get pressure. And you have to cover every single pass attempt and cover well and stand up. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Because I'll guarantee you, if you can't cover consistently play in, play out, pass rush won't matter. You won't get there in time to offset bad coverage. If your coverage is terrible, let's say like the Miami Dolphins, it doesn't, it wouldn't matter if your pass rush was cooking because everybody is getting beat. You know, you know, everybody gets beat. So the secondary was absolutely elite. So when you have a secondary that's elite like the Steelers was last year, it makes replacing Bud Dupree a little easier because your coverage is better, which can give whoever you're going to put in his place a half second or two to get cooking and to get pressure. Now, in terms of pressure, they're going to try to offset possibly the loss of Bud Dupree, you know, with Stephon to it. 
And so Keith Kenneth McNair Jr. said, Lance, check this out. I looked up the 2017 Jags secondary numbers. Jalen Ramsey, Tayshawn Gibson, and Barry Church each had four interceptions. A.J. Boye had six. Now that's elite. But how is the Steelers having the second most interceptions in the NFL not elite? How is that not elite? Let me let me just say this again because I, I think sometimes Steeler fans have a hard time accepting that a unit is actually really good. Yards per attempt, again, fourth. Yards per completion, eighth. Passer rating, third. Touchdowns per game, 14th. Interceptions, second. Pass defense, third. Plays of 20-yard, passing plays of 20 yards or more, seventh, 40 yards or more, fifth, the overall average, sixth. The best secondary in the National Football League, in my opinion, were the Patriots. Now, I didn't collect all the same numbers, but in terms of yards per attempt, the Patriots were first. Yards per completion, fourth. Passer rating, first. TDs per game, first. Interceptions, first. The overall average was one of those statistics. And that led to the Patriots only giving up 14.1 points per game. So if we agree that points are scored and largely driven via the passing game, we can agree that when I go through these Steelers stats, that this Steelers secondary is elite. And that if this Steeler defense stays intact from a secondary perspective, you can build pass rush around that. So Mike finally agrees. Big up to Michael Malley. He finally agrees with me. Lance, they are elite, but the D is balanced. Rush sets up the secondary for more success. It's not one-sided. It's not one-sided at all. Because what you can guarantee is Rush does not get there successfully. That's why when you look at um, you know, sacks per attempt, you know, sacks per attempt, it 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 varies. You know, that's why. When you look at like percentage of plays that you get pressure, you know, it's not like 75%. It's not like the pass rush is cooking all the time. When the pass rush is not cooking, you have to hold up in the secondary. And when you're holding up in the secondary and the pass rush is cooking, then you're absolutely dominant. But right now, because the game is driven largely by the pass, offense is driven by passing games, you have to start with secondary. You have to be able to cover first before pass rush. And you cannot depend on pass rush getting the quarterbacks consistently. People will scheme away your pressure. And really good quarterbacks, the elite guys, will absolutely get rid of the ball, move the ball downfield, depend on wide receivers getting yards after the catch, and largely eliminate your pass rush. And so when that happens, when you have guys like Brady and Breeze, elite guys that can do that, you have to be able to hold up on the back end. And you really have to hold up on the back end to potentially give your pass rush that extra second to actually get there and get pressure on an elite signal caller like Brady or like a Breeze. Or dare I say, like Patrick Mahomes. So, like Ezra said, Hayden and Nelson are cover corners. They have two good cover corners. They have an emerging player in Edmonds, and they have the best free safety in football. And they have two slot players in Sutton and Hilton 
who when combined and they form like Voltron become the perfect slot player, slot defender. One's a good blitzer, good tackler. One's a better cover guy. You play dime. You put all six guys on the field. And that's what we talk about. And we're talking about this secondary in terms of being elite. When they added Minka Fitzpatrick, he essentially eliminated deep pass shots. And when you can take away the deep shot, and again, the Steelers rated top five in terms of passes above 20 yards and passes above 40 yards. When you can take away the deep shot as well, because you have an elite free safety, then you know your secondary is elite. Big up to Chris Lott. Lance, a.k.a. 16 Bars. No, my name was Big Swa, not 16 Bars, but I always have a hot 16. And like Joe Coleman said, the Dime D is so, so nice. I mean, they are really versatile. This secondary is the best they've had in years. And I agree with Ezra. Minka is the foundation of that secondary. That acquisition was awesome. And it flipped this defense and put this defense in another stratosphere. And because of all these guys being under contract moving forward, this secondary is elite, which, set, which sets up this secondary and this defense to be elite for the foreseeable future. And Kenneth McNair said, by the way, I looked you up and I couldn't find you. I searched what you said, but other Swahili rappers showed up. I don't know, man. The, the song is so old. It's like 20 years old. I mean, I put it out years ago. I will try to put it on. Uh, the live chat so or I'll put it on the post and so hopefully you guys can find it and it'll be even scary if and when Edmund starts to play better because when Edmund starts to play better and play more instinctive oh this secondary is going to be absolutely ridiculous and so the importance of having an elite secondary as well and we've talked about the importance of the passing game and how the passing game is a driver for points is because we've talked about that point differential that's so essential for elite teams to win a championship and that the point differential needs to be somewhere between 8 to 10 yards. And the best way you do that is to score a lot of points. But on the flip side, you can't give up a ton. So if you're giving up under 20 and your offense is starting to click, you start averaging 24, 25, 26. You're only giving up 18. You start winning games by a touchdown or more consistently. All of a sudden, you become an elite team. You become an elite team. And where this secondary is, they're set up to have success for the foreseeable future because you still have Lane on the come. So, this defense is set up, I think, to be dominant for the foreseeable future, especially because I know they're going to re-sign TJ. You've got Tewitt coming back. You have Hayward coming back. I know they're going to do a, a deal for Hayward. I don't suspect that Hayward is going anywhere. So this secondary is elite. And because this secondary is elite, they're set up to have success. And, you know, right now, you know, in the National Football League, you have to have an elite secondary uh, to win consistently. So let me let me give you some more stats because because I, I wanted to do this with the playoff teams. And so when you look at the playoff teams, so if you look at the Ravens, we'll look at the Ravens numbers across the board. So the Ravens, in terms of yards per attempt, fifth, 
Yards per completion, 15th. Passer rating, second. TDs per game, third. Interception, 16th. The average of those stats were 17. You look at the Chiefs, Super Bowl champions. In terms of yards per attempt, they were sixth. Yards per completion, 10th. Passer rating, sixth. TDs per game, 11th. They were fifth in interceptions. San Francisco 49ers, yards per attempt, second. Yards per completion, first. Passer rating, seventh. TDs per game, 16th. Interceptions, 19th. The average was 14 overall. When you look at all the playoff teams and you, you look at some of the metrics that I, that I put together, the statistics averaged 11. So when you took all these statistics and you averaged them together of the playoff teams, when you put those statistics together, they averaged 11th in the National Football League. So when you look at these teams, Every team that made the playoffs had a secondary in the metrics that I just named averaged at least in the top 10, except for the Titans, the Houston Texans, and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Texans are statistically one of the weirdest teams ever because they're statistically pretty much awful in every category, <laughs> on offense, defense, everything, Houston is awful. But they still made the playoffs. And that might that might tease a topic that I want to talk about next week on the Yeah, I Said It, um, a, a, about divisional strength and how much that plays into a part of you winning a championship. But this defense is elite because this secondary is elite. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. An elite secondary is essential for you having an elite defense. Defenses with just elite pass rushes will not be elite defenses. If there is one thing that you want to pick to have, if it's an elite pass rush or an elite secondary, you better take the secondary because pass rush can break down fatigue, snaps, scheme can get it, all types of stuff. And with this defense having an elite secondary, it is equipped to win when Ben returns. Because if they can keep this number around 18.9 or maybe a touch lower, because with Minka, it was even lower. It was about 16 points with Minka. That may be hard to do. But if you keep it under 20 with Big Ben coming back, maybe you score 27 points per game. Bam. There it goes. You have it. And at that point, you're in the mix to win and compete. So let me jump back through the live chat before I get out of here. want to keep it crisp, a little shorter for this uh, particular Friday. Uh, let me jump to the top and see if there are some questions. Big up to Ollie Howard Species 5618. Wa salam, my brother. Uh, let me jump into, I jumped into a lot of Kenneth McNair. 
Um, Dragon Jay-Z said, can we really call them elite when Edmonds is slightly below average? Absolutely. The statistics don't lie. And you don't have to be elite at every position to be an elite secondary. I mean, it's a complimentary thing. I mean, guys play their role. And if you play their role well, you can be elite. The stats don't say that they aren't elite. So let me go through some of the other comments that I see out here. Kenneth McNair, of course, Minka is the eraser. So he covers for some of Edmonds' lack of ball skills. I completely agree. Ron Chess said, Lance, you are right. It is elite. Keep defense in as much as possible. Secondary elite, but not used right before pass rush helps secondary. Pass rush does help secondary, but they're complementary. And I think secondary is more important. Coverage is more important because you have to do that play in, play out. And there's no expectation that you're going to get great pass rush play in, play out. It just, over times in games, it gets hot. Sometimes it isn't, but you have to cover consistently, snap in, snap out. Um, Johnny Teifel said, when it comes to Bud and his lack of improvement until his breakout season in 19, the only reason is not to keep him. Uh, I, again, I would say you get rid of Bud. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think that Bud is worth it, given that a bulk of his production came you know, in year five. And when you compare that to T.J. Watt, it's just not. it's just not the same. And you don't want to pay two outside linebackers. You don't want to allocate over $40 million in cap. Bando Brando said, nowhere near the Legion of Boom, that's for sure. A lot closer to the Jags with one elite name in Minka like they had Ramsey and a bunch of guys who aren't big names but play lights out. I mean, you don't have to be the Legion of Boom. The Legion of Boom might have been the best secondary of, of that era. But they are elite still. You know, maybe you put, um, you know, the Legion of Boom even above an elite status. But, uh, you know, you look at the Patriots secondary. The Patriots secondary was fantastic. I don't care who they played. And, you know, their numbers were elite. Um, but, yes, this defense is elite. When you when you rank that high in all of those categories, you are an elite secondary. And, and, I, and I'm going to read them just again. You know, if you're catching the show late, you know, I'm going to go through and read these these stats again for this secondary because I don't think all of you knew this, and that's why we do these shows. We want to educate you guys on some things and just give you some nuggets. So yards per attempt, fourth. Yards per completion, eighth. Passer rating, three. TDs per game, 14. Interceptions, two. Pass defense, three. Pass plays of over 20 yards, seventh. Pass plays of over 40 yards, fifth. The overall average of all those statistics is six. That's an elite secondary. That's an elite secondary. I mean, I don't, I don't know what more you guys want. Um, let me go through a couple more comments before I get out of here. If I'm looking through, um, as I'm looking through here, Joel Coleman said context is important too. The D was always on the field as the O was so bad. You could argue that the whole unit is elite. With some leagues this year, who could really see them beat teams up? You're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, I think when you look at the Steelers 2019, I mean, I think it's all about the injury of Ben Roethlisberger. You know, that defense with the healthy Ben Roethlisberger, that defense is competing for That team is competing for a championship, in my opinion. Let me go to a couple more comments uh, before I get out of here. Actually... 
there's not a lot of more. There's not many more comments in here. And I don't want to just go through all these and have you listening to me go through the comments. So with that, listeners, I want to thank you guys for chiming in. I didn't say that we had the Super Chat feature. I want to sorry about that. But we did have a Super Chat feature if you guys wanted to contribute to the program and jump to the top of the queue. Also, if you like these shows, make sure you like the program. We got 51 people, I think, on the live chat right now. So we should have 51 likes. So if you like this video, I'm going to conclude the video. I'm going to conclude the video. Make sure you like it. Like us. This really helps. I mean, our goal is to get subscribers. Make sure you subscribe to the program. We're trying to get to 7,000 by my birthday, June 18th. So give me a birthday gift of 7,000 subscriptions and make sure you like the programs. But with that, we're going to conclude the program. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe.